It's Terrible Tuesday. That's terrible. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. That's a terrible idea. I want to know what the hell he's smoking. Something stinks in here. That's terrible. <laughs> it's Terrible Tuesday. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. Well, talk continues on about the Oakland A's relocating here to Las Vegas. We've touched a lot about this story over, well, really for the last year or so. But as we know, it's gained a lot of steam. And, of course, the A's made the official announcement coming back a couple weeks ago. But, you know, the deal has changed a little bit now. As we know that the A's were asking for financing in the neighborhood of about $500 million. They have now lowered that asking price down to $395 million. And it could be even going lower and lower. Why? Well, because there is some hesitancy from taxpayers and others. And then considering what this franchise has been like, not only from an operational standpoint, but what it's been like from a plane side. Well, in recent days, also, the city of Oakland is back in the game trying to make another pitch to keep the team in Oakland. But the question here, who really wants this team? All right, They are fresh off their sweep of the world champion Houston Astros. I should say by the world champion Houston Astros. The A's record right now, 10-39. and 39. On their way to the worst record in the history of American League Baseball. That is 147 years. Nick Nice, I hope you're a better mathematician than Numchuck. 147 years. Since when has this been the worst record? Apparently. Do the math. Forever, I guess. I don't know. How about 1896? Does that sound about right? Oh, 1876. I'm just thinking this really reminds me of uh, Major League, where the owner really tries to tank it and become the worst ever. or Not the worst ever, but, you know, just worst. Yeah. Uh, no team has been worse than this rendition of the athletics. Their win percentage right now at 10 and 39, if you do the math? No, 204. 204. All right. Just over 20%. 204. That is a horrendous batting average. I grew up loving this te- uh, this team. I you, know. you know that. I still have my 1989 complete team set. And I there was probably one of the no bigger fan than A's as, as I was as a kid. That's why I'm glad that you are with me today to talk about this. Because as you know, Northern California native, I would go back and forth to Giants games, to A's games back in the day. Yep. And I loved going to watch the A's. Yeah, we okay? take the BART from Fremont, get right there off at the Coliseum, mm-hmm. and uh, there you go. But um, no, I'm so I'm I don't want the A's here as much as I love. Well, I don't love the organization anymore. I don't follow baseball like I used to. I gave that up a while ago. But I still love – if I liked – I like the A's. I would root for the A's, yes, if I was going to watch baseball. But that being said, uh, the city of Oakland, the fans, they, they need them. They want them. Right. Okay? They, they may not have been showing up or whatever like that, but, you know, the – it's just atrocious. The stadium, all that. You know, the stadium needs to be redone. And I'm sure if you got a waterfront stadium, you would get people to go out there. Sure. Uh, it's you know, I hate to say it because I watched candlestick candlestick get torn down. But for the thought, so the thought of uh, the Coliseum and. Uh, where the Warriors used to play right next door. Right. You know, the thought of that whole site being demolished is pretty sad. But it's 70 plus years old or something like that? At I least. Mean, it, no, so, it is. And look so, what, what it's done for the Giants. 
Okay, look what it's done for yeah, them. Yeah, when they moved to what was originally Pac Bell. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, people loved going to the Giants. Yeah, yeah. people loved going to the Giants. And, so that location it, it, is it's, great. It's just it's time that they get a new park and they need to stay in Oakland. Mm. They lost the Warriors. They lost the Raiders mm. twice. <laughs> uh, so that's that city has been done over. And and I'm not saying the city, the the government. I'm talking about the people, the real people who work for the mm. the city, the organization, mm. uh, the people, the fans who've been showing up for decades and stuff like that. The family, the tradition that's been passed on from you know. Uh, so anyway, I, I just in another t- taxpayer aspect of it, I don't want them here. Yeah. I don't I don't take my money. We've already paid for the Raiders. We have all this cannabis money, and my my kids, my three boys, uh, my second one or my third one now is becoming a freshman. And let me tell you, the schools are atrocious as far as the funding. So like we have all this money apparently from cannabis and, and sports, but we can't give it to the kids. So we're going to give more money to another professional organization, mm-hmm. and then that leaves out the aviators. So don't get me started on that. Like mm-hmm. no one's going to then go to the aviator games anymore, or they're going to have to start br- bringing their prices down to nothing, which isn't a bad thing but we already have baseball mm-hmm. i'm done shout out to you with your aviators hat today yeah i like that. they're real and your top gun dad there you go thank you, you covered both those in that and that's uh that rant i love it so to put this in perspective where the a's are now and i agree with everything you said it, you know i feel bad for the 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 people in oakland i really do again to get gutted again really for the fourth time twice with the raiders with the warriors the raiders moving to san francisco dirty. sorry and, raiders they did them dirty and remember the warriors situation they're in san francisco yeah, that's and people dirty think too. well you're you're right next door but the the people in oakland or alameda county they really don't go there no. and, and they're outpriced no and the people who to work go to those games people who work there uh i mean do they go across the bay now to go and that's much harder on them taking what the bart or whatever it may be so go across the bay bridge yeah, right I, yeah. I, you know i don't know i just yeah well this you know to put this in perspective of where the A's are at from a win percentage, and I mentioned 10 and 39, worse only to the 1890 Pittsburgh Alleghenies. Wow, my grandfather was born in 1885. <laughs> <laughs> the Pittsburgh Alleghenies in 1890, you know what their record was? Uh, at this moment or the whole entire season? The entire season. Now, they didn't play 162 uh, I'm going to say back they, they, won, they won 10 games. 23 and 113. 23 and 113. Holy moly. And then, just uh, not as bad as the... All-time worst, 1899 Cleveland Spiders. I'm going to put you on the spot. When was that scandal, the Black Sox scandal? When was that? Uh, 1919. 1919. Yeah. So do you think back then they were cheating and just giving up the game so they could bet on themselves and lose? Possibly that, or again, tanking for other purposes to get the team sold. And move And and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Yeah, the Cleveland Spiders were 20 and 134. Cleveland Spiders. Why would it be Spiders in I, Cleveland? I have no idea. That's just stupid. You like the Browns? You like the Indians? Well, the Browns are something because like it's, it's actually named after the family. Yeah, that's true. The Guardians is... Yeah. Well, that's the history of that bridge thingy, but that's stupid right. anyway. So here's the thing. This once proud franchise that won championships... You mentioned 1989. I go back to 1972, 1973, what, 1974. Like Raleigh Fingers the, yeah, and all those Absolutely. Days. The, the Charlie Finley days, right? Four championships, six World Series appearances well, yeah. going back in those days. Yeah. The green and gold, which they were known by. Yeah. Known for their competitive teams, well, basically until last year. Now, John Fisher, who is the owner, doesn't really care about winning. He wants a new shiny ballpark. And until then... I don't think he cares about putting a solid product on the field. That is very evident from what we are seeing with these A's, this version. They're comprised of minor leaguers. They're comprised of not only Las Vegas aviators, but even, you know, below the AAA uh, aviators. They're in the, the veterans they have basically are major league utility players. Guys like Tony Kemp, 
who I kind of feel sorry for. Here's a guy like Tony Kemp. I'm stuck in Oakland, who used to be with the Houston Astros before the Astros got good. And then Tony Kemp played with all of those guys with Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman, and he gets shipped off, and he goes to the A's, and now he guys get beat up year after year wow. by the Astros in his own division. That's fun. And, you know, again, I mean, look at the veterans that the A's have. They're just washed-up guys that are, you know, will play for maybe, you know, the veterans minimum. But the A's right now, they are known for the movie Moneyball and grooming players for other teams. That's what I was going to say. Uh, is that still the same owner from Moneyball or when Moneyball was um, portrayed? Uh, well, different owner right now. Different owner different now. Different over now, but, 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 but same mindset right now. Yeah. And, you know, when you look at Slumlord. what they're known for is, you know, building up their team, building their own stars only to trade them away. And in recent years, listen to who they have traded away, all right? Marcus Simeon, who's now with the Texas Rangers, having a fantastic season. Chris Bassett over with the Toronto Blue Jays. Matt Olson, who is now with the Atlanta Braves. Uh, you go to the past. A lot of player, uh, people don't remember this. But remember, they traded Ricky Henderson. Oh. They traded Jose Canseco. They traded Mark McGuire. Dennis Eckersley. Oh. Go back into a little bit more recent times, but still back in the day. My mom, Tim, my, Tim Tim Hudson. My mom had used a big crush on Dennis Eckersley. Uh, of course, she loved the stash. We well, we had a friend who had uh, seats. Uh, <laughs> was called uh, season tickets. Yeah, and they were right there by the A's bullpen. Oh. So we got to watch the A's bullpen for years. She was flirting was, with number forty three. It could have been my stepdad. <laughs> Maybe he is. Never know. <laughs> Give me that money. <laughs> anyway, Tim Hudson. Yes, that's see, that's going back to my days. You know what I mean? Mark Mulder. Oh. How about that? Let me throw some out. Barry Zito. Oh, we used they to have a pitching all these staff. Guys. We used to have a staff. Big big staff. Holy all right? crap. And then position players. A guy that I know that used to like. Eric Chavez. Remember him? I used to have his cell phone number back when I was a producer. <laughs> Seriously, I did. I was like, that was one of the coolest highlights of early in my early career. Yeah. Matt Holiday. Jason Giambi. Josh Donaldson. Should I keep going? It makes me sick. Miguel Tejada. Fantastic. Okay. Jed Lowry. Matt Chapman in recent years. Chris Davis. Power hitting outfielder. Josh Riddick. Sean Murphy. And here's one for you. A lot of people don't realize. Who's the lead Major League Baseball right now, at least in the National League in home runs? I don't know. A guy by the name of Max Muncie with the Dodgers. Oh, okay. He was an A. Yeah. He was an A. And I'm you sure. let him go and look, look at the, career, uh, the season he's having right now for the Dodgers. This is the ace. We, this is the version that you will probably get here in Las Vegas in 2027. Over the years, they're only concerned about dumping salaries and trading to get younger players or veterans that weren't making very much money. They're like the Walmart of baseball. <laughs> it's just as cheap as possible. Everything is cheap as possible. Just, and just make as much profit as possible. And the attendance. Okay. This year, we talked about it last Tuesday, I think it was, the lowest attendance since 1979, 2064, went to a baseball game in that Coliseum to see the A's take on the Diamondbacks. 2064 people. Yeah. The highest attendance they've had at a game so far this year, 13,000. I bet, there's, I bet there's about 2,000 people that work there for the game on a game day. <laughs> right. So what's worse? Let me ask you this. Okay, You're a longtime Ace fan. What's worse? This current team, the ballpark they currently play in, the organization, or the mascot? Uh, well, I, I wouldn't touch the mascot. They touch just, the mascot? No. I don't even know They're what the mascot elephant. is. They're an elephant. Oh, well, that, if that hasn't changed, then you, no. You know they've been an elephant forever. Yeah. Now, the, now the current, okay. the thought, current elephant you... is named Stomper. Okay, uh -huh. They got rid of him. But back in your day... 
It was uh, Harry Helafonte. Helafonte. <laughs> well, Elefante. That's funny. There you go for the uh, uh, Helafonte. You know, I don't understand why it's a it's an elephant, but I, I like elephants, so I know I think that's perfectly fine. I'll give you the reason for that. Okay. Okay. You know, you go going back, back to like Philadelphia your, days. or there something. There you go, Philadelphia days. There was a, a a New York the New York manager, uh, the New York Giants manager back in the day said, "Well, you know, these guys are like a white elephant." All right. So. And go, hey, we like that. We're, you know, well, we can't call ourselves the elephants. We call ourselves the ace. So that's when they started wearing the patch and on the jersey as the elephant. And then when Charlie Finley got it, it, you know, they dropped the white part and said elephant because, you know, Charlie Finley, I guess, was a Republican, mm. right? Or went to that and they went to the Democratic thing and it had something to do with all this elephant stuff with it was a political thing, which I, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. understand. But, but anyway, but yeah, there's still an elephant, but that not a, not a great uh, mascot. But well, especially ace- if your name is athletic. You're supposed to be athletic, and I, I don't really think of uh, an elephant as yeah. athletic. But right. um, no, I would blame management or not management ownership. Ultimately, it starts with ownership. We've seen that with every organization. Mm-hmm. If you have a terrible owner who doesn't care about a lot of stuff, he probably uh, he just sounds like he cares about the bottom line, money. That's yeah. it. And he's not making any right now, and that's why he wants to move to Vegas because he saw what Mark Davis has done. Hey, this is a way yeah, exactly. that we can make money, but they're not going to make money. They're not going to get uh, people here to sell at a thirty thousand seat ballpark if they don't improve the product, spend money on Fradens, keep your own players that you have done so well in grooming from the minors, keep them here. But that is the story of the Oakland A's. And does Las Vegas really want them? That's the question. Uh, That's supposed to be a record yeah, scratch. Right. Yeah. I don't have it available. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. You want to do that one more time? That was pathetic. <laughs> NBA playoffs. Goodbye to the Lakers. Bye-bye. Yes. Swept, swept by Denver. Sweep, sweep. Um, I did say it was going to go either four or five games. So uh, I'm feeling pretty good. And from a betting standpoint, feeling pretty good as well, too. But here's the best part, Nick. Finally. No more LeBron. I don't need to see LeBron anymore. No more flopping. No more crying. No more complaining over every call. All right. No going back to the huddle with your head down. Yes. After last night's elimination by the Denver Nuggets, what does LeBron do after he put up a four foot shot that went two and a half feet? No good. Ran to the locker room. Oh, Ran to the locker room awesome. on his home floor. That was awesome. Not, not his visiting floor, but his home floor. Who knows? Possibly that could be. Not saying for sure, but he kind of hinted around afterwards. Maybe that's the last time that those Laker fans saw LeBron James. I doubt it. I, don't, I think he'll come around, but you know, just to sprint off like that. Heck, you were coming down. You were down three nothing. You were number seven seed. Your life and death to get into this play-in tournament. You were a 13 seed at one point in time. Crawled in as a 10. Moved up to a seven. You know, you had a run, and that was it. You had no shot beating the Denver Nuggets. Good night, Lakers. Good night, LeBron. Enough already, all right? So last night he goes to the press conference. He's not giving the media very much as he tends has a tendency to do after losses. And he kept saying this, too. He kept saying, well, you know, uh, somebody asked about Carmelo Anthony. He goes, yeah, you, uh, yeah, I knew it was coming because, you know, uh, I shot the video of uh, his uh, goodbye speech. That was last week. But uh, you guys will probably think that I'm lying about that, too. And then later, he said something else. He goes, well, you probably think I'm lying about that, too. I have never never seen a guy who thinks he's the greatest of all time that continues to be a martyr and continues to play down all this other nonsense and throw these temper tantrums. I mean, even Michael Jordan, I mean, he was a piece of work, but he was never like that. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, absolutely never like that. Wilt Chamberlain, never like that. But 
LeBron James, nonstop, we've seen this for 20-plus years. And people have put up with it. They've accepted this. And then, you know, thinking that, that he's the greatest. So... I've had enough of LeBron. Hopefully, we don't have to see anymore. If he wants to hint about retiring, go retire. Please. It'll be for the betterment of the NBA because the version that we saw of LeBron James was not good during the playoffs, especially in this series. All right. Trying to, trying to go showtime dunk and can't even uh, complete this and kicks the ball out of bounds, getting his pocket picked, you know, a couple times each game. No, you know, forcing up threes, shooting a low percentage. Don't know if if he's going to hit more than one free throw every trip to the free throw line. No. Goodbye, LeBron. Goodbye, Lakers. I don't care what they do with the franchise. Rebuild, retool, whatever you got to do. But just, I don't want to hear about him anymore. We've got two teams that are getting ready to face off in the finals. All right, one team is already in the Denver Nuggets. I can hardly wait to see them. I believe it's their year. They're the number one seed in the West. But... Let the nugget shine and not LeBron James. So uh, I grew up with Michael Jordan, of course, and I consider him to be the GOAT. I am a casual basketball fan, and so I'm not a LeBron like personal hater, but uh, I definitely don't like him just because you know he's not the GOAT, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And looking this up, uh, Jordan's been swept out of the playoffs twice, mm-hmm. and it was in the uh, first round. Mm-hmm. Now he's been. Now LeBron James has been swept in the conference finals once and the NBA finals twice, uh, and you know I just think that adds to the further fire for Jordan people like me that he is not the goat and a goat would have never been swept in the conference finals. Well, would you? The difference between Michael Jordan and, or and LeBron James, it, or, there are so many things. But you know, you don't like cringe when LeBron James is gonna, uh, you know, when Michael Jordan was gonna take a three. You're not gonna cringe when Michael Jordan goes to the free throw line, all right? And sure, Michael Jordan was harsh, maybe behind the scenes, which some people saw in the documentary with the Last Dance. But he wasn't, you know, throwing these temper tantrums all the time and have his um, emotions on these bad nights to you know overtake and continually berating officials you know and again when you're a superstar of that stature you have to be held to a higher standard and i think mj did that i mean the guys that i mentioned before especially like a kareem abdul jabbar guys that need to be mentioned you know as the greatest of all time along with wilt chamberlain and and people of that nature you, you, you didn't see this you know, you didn't see the LeBron James temper tantrums with these guys throwing their teammates under the bus, you know, berating officials nonstop. So that's the part that really sickens me and flopping on the floor and complaining for every call. A, a goat does not need to do that. A yeah. goat doesn't do that in any sport. And the fact that we're never going to say, oh, he's the James of your sport or you're the James of being a dentist. No, you're the, yeah. the Michael Jordan of your dentistry or you're right. the Michael Jordan of, of <laughs> making shoes. You know, right. you're. No one's ever going to say that about James. Right. So, and no one really ever says about anybody else because Jordan has really been the the standard for as long as we all been alive. Well, at least most of us. Mm-hmm. All right. Another thing that's irritating me about the NBA, yes, is the sponsorship patches. Have you got a load of the sponsorship patches? No, I guess I've been paying that. Okay, close that's attention. okay. Well, it's it's hard to miss when you when you're watching games and you see the close up and this and that. And another money generating thing that that came into play in 2018, and more and more teams are now have the sponsorship package. 26 teams actually have a little sponsor, a little two-inch logo on there, right? Uh, Here's where I get a little confused, and I'm not sure how well this marketing is working. 
So I'd like to play a game with you, Nick Nice. Okay. I'd like to give you a couple, uh, some of these teams, and I would like you to tell me if you have ever heard of this company that is sponsoring them and paying a boatload of money to sponsor. And if you'd like to look them up, then feel free to look them up. We'll start with the Miami Heat, who look like well, they're one victory away from going to the NBA Finals, right? UKG. Do you know uh, what UKG is? It's a payroll service, I believe. You you do know that? Yes. Yeah. It's like a time clock company or something. Yeah. Now, how did you know that? Because you clocked in and out a lot. Uh, no, actually, the last job I had, uh, they used the UK, UKG stuff. So, really? Yeah. Okay. But do you think the, the average fan knows what UKG means? I don't really think They're it... They're just three, three letters that yeah, are on the jersey. I don't really think it matters to the average fan because the average fan like me isn't going to be like, oh, I need to go buy some UGK or something like that. Well, that would that, be more advertising for... Uh, businesses and that's my point like who are they really connecting with? well i mean businesses the higher-ups watch the nba yeah. so <laughs> you never know the whole idea of marketing to an audience is it, the mass appeal exactly yeah. the mass appeal no, of course of, i get i guess, of the audience I just, okay I totally understand that boston celtics vista print okay we've heard of vista print that's the we business understand. cards right the business cards they do printing okay that's okay denver western union okay we, all know that. we, we get that everybody uses, uses western union the lakers I'm not even sure how to pronounce this. Oh, B i b i g o, Bibigo. B i b i. That was the song. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Bibigo. Bibigo. No, def- you Bibigo I, guy? I, I don't know that one. Okay, you ready for it? Yes. It's a Korean frozen meal well, manufacturer. I mean, Southern California. There is a. <laughs> don't lot you try of- to uh, make make a good of this? What? Nobody knows this. Korean frozen meals. Asians do. <laughs> You're not Asian, I'm sure, the last time you looked in the mirror, either. <laughs> well, you didn't even know who Bibigo is, and you're part Asian. <laughs> well, I'm not Korean, so I'll give, the, give the, me that one. That, that is true. Golden State, Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Rakuten? Rakuten? I think I've Rakuten. seen that around somewhere. but Well, you, of course you've seen it on Steph Curry's jersey. That's where you've seen it. Oh, well, <laughs> anyway. No, I, I thought maybe I've seen it somewhere Look it else. up. I have no idea what it is. Rock, Rakuten? Yeah. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. That's the Warriors. All right. Cleveland has got... Oh, it's a financial technical company. Yeah, there you go. That's that, There's my point. Yeah. A financial technical company. What kind of marketing is It's a is Japanese technological conglomerate based in Tokyo. Oh, my people. Cleveland Cliffs. What is that? The Cleveland Cliffs. C-L-I-F-F-S. I, I, I'm, I'm curious. What, what what does that mean? But that is on the Cavalier uniforms. Cleveland Cliffs. What, who, who are they? Who are they trying to market to with that? What do you got? Uh, formerly Cliffs Natural Resources is a Cleveland, Ohio-based company that specializes in the mining benefication. Yeah, there you go. There it is. That's a new word. Well, on I me. get you know th- these companies have money, all right, but it's not like they what, what, you, what, are you iron mar- ore. what are you marketing for? You know. Well, well, what do you? I mean, well, when, you're asking people to do what? So their their revenue is twenty three billion dollars. Right. I, I think them so there thinking it is. It's like, a toss. hey. You yeah. know, hey, we just throw a couple thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands on some ma- uh, marketing. It can't hurt, right? So, in I mean, other words, you're getting to my point now. It's like they're just throwing money away. They don't care about the marketing. Well, I, I go, Western I, Union, I get it. Do you Part remember, of their marketing budget. Okay. Do you remember that movie uh, with Matthew Broadwick and uh, I forget? It's the one where she, uh, Reese Witherspoon, Election. Oh, election. And, and she tells him, she goes, you know, Coca-Cola is the number one soft drink, but they spend the most money on advertising and stuff like that. So, you know, even if you are a, a no name, you yeah. want to advertise because, you know, we're dumb Americans and we get we forget stuff real fast. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to sit there and remember what Cleveland Cliffs are all about. Well, That's it. I mean, we're talking yeah. about them. Yeah. yeah. We, we are because making fun of them. Yeah. That's it. How about this one? The L.A. Clippers. Okay. Honey. 
Honey. Honey. Uh, I'm guessing honey. I, I'm guessing too, but maybe is it an acronym for something else? LA it just says honey on there. H O N E Y. Honey. Honeywell? Another tech corporation? What is uh, it? I guess it's their training center. The, their training center. Honey. Is that what it says? No. Yeah. Honey Training Center. Honey Training Center. Okay, but Honey put the, the naming rights on it. So what company is Honey? What do they manufacture? What do they promote? What do they make? What do they do? I, I, I don't know. Thank Maybe you very much. a person. All right, let's go to this one. The New Orleans Pelicans. Ibotta. I-B-O-T-T-A. Oh, well, now I was trying to read. That's a, Honey that, Patch Sponsorship. Yeah. All right, well, I'll read that during the break. That, that's okay. What was the last one you uh, just gave me? I-B-O-T-T-A. I-B-O-T-T-A. No, I-B-O-T-T-A. That's the Pelicans. I have no idea what that is. It's an American mobile technology company based in Denver, Colorado, that provides uh, cashback rebates for users for shopping at stores. Whoa, that's exciting. But they're based in Denver. And they're they don't spot- who? The Pelicans. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, how about this? Speaking yes. of that, the Philadelphia 76ers, crypto.com. Oh, uh, well, that's easy. That's crypto. Well, I understand. Crypt- cryptid, uh, why, why isn't the Lakers sponsor? Instead yeah. of Bibigo, why wouldn't the Lakers have that since the arena is called the Crypto.com Arena? Yeah, makes no sense, but... <laughs> the Sixers moved to L.A.? What's going on? I, I don't know. Uh, the only thing I can say is it always comes down to money. Sacramento, dill pad, or I'm sorry, dill pad. Dill pad. <laughs> dial pad. Dial pad. Yeah, dial pad. <laughs> dial pad for Sacramento, and then this one... Well, they're based out of San Francisco, yeah, so... Yeah, and they're... Sponsoring the Kings, Dial Pad. It's an AI-powered calling message meeting sales yeah. customer support. Yeah, everyone knows about that one. And finally, Brooklyn, Weeble. That sounds familiar. Weeble. Is it W-E-I-B-O-L? No, it's W-E-Bull. Weeble. Oh, W-E? Bull. Bull. Yeah, Weeble. I have not a Weeble, but a oh, Weeble. Forgot the... Uh, okay. <laughs> Huh. It is a holding company incorporated in the Cayman Islands. Oh, so you know that sounds uh, on the up and up. <laughs> is there any more integrity for any rhyme or reason? I mean, how does these how do these sponsorships help the company? So now here's the big question. Yes. What do you think these companies are paying for their patch on the jersey to be seen via television so, for how many games that they're on TV a year does the NBA set the standard for pricing or does each team say I'll you I can charge this all of these are pretty much right in that ballpark figure of 20 million a season 20 million a season 20 million a season yeah well I mean when your company well this one doesn't say but uh that one company was worth Listen, 23 billion when are we gonna see tampax or Vagisil? when are we gonna see that uh we're gonna see any of those. I don't know what to say on what that. What about one. hymns? Viagra? Is that your thing? I, don't... <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Well, you know, I have to say real quick. Seriously, we're... Uh, look at NASCAR. You know, you, you see NASCAR, and those those cars are stickered everywhere as far as sponsorship goes. So yeah. it only makes sense that eventually sales is going to be like, hey, there's more real estate to sell on the jerseys of the athletes. Do Do you mind seeing it in Major League Baseball parks? Do you mind? Do you, do you you know on jerseys now? Well, it looks like everywhere. It looks else. trashy and on the floors of some of these. I personally arenas. would think it's trash. In my yeah. opinion, I wouldn't want that yeah. on my my Forty ers uniform. Yeah. Heck no. I know. It's like putting a sticker on my car. I don't put stickers on my car. Yeah. So that that's, and you and you drive pretty fast too. 
I got here faster than you did. You sure did. Thank right. you, thank you, Vegas drivers. <laughs> All right. Any uh, terrible Tuesday takes? You can hit me on Twitter at TC Martin twenty one. All right. We go to the top of the hour. So there we go, Nick Nice. Hit me with a jam. Hit me with a jam, Nick Nice. Let's get a crack in here on this terrible Tuesday. We come back. Sam Gordon is going to join us. We'll talk to Sam regarding the fight, Haney and Lomachenko, the controversy that we've talked a lot about yesterday and then, of course, last week uh, as well, too. Chuck Esposito will join us. Whatever it takes, man. Whatever. It's it's terrible Tuesday for you as well, too. Everybody. Everybody now. We very con- terrible. We continue on here. Hour number two on an abbreviated T.C. Martin show.